Hey, Hirschbachers, Chris Schmidt here. Welcome back to another episode of Getting Schmidt Done. Thanks for joining me this week. Uh, happy to be joined by Joe Carberg, our Director of Safety. How's it going, Joe? Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Excited to get to talk some safety in this this podcast. Mm-hmm. As usual, keep it short and sweet uh, and get let you guys get on with your day. I uh, want to kick it off. I want to get into a cadence of doing this every week, but we had a couple questions that came in uh, right as we were in our session last time. And I just wanted to get, I got answers for you guys on those. So um, the questions were, you know, direct deposit. You know, we talked about EFS last podcast. How does that impact our direct deposit? So I'll answer that two ways. If you're a lease purchase driver, um, you need to, you do need to set that up again. Yes. And as far as how, um, the, it is part of the packet that we give you. There's a nice detailed explanation of what to do and how to do it. Um, right, right with that, that packet. If you have other questions, you can call in and talk to payroll. But for the most part, um, you guys will, the pay, that, that pay card is your card. So you'll own how that works. Um, so that's, if you're lease, if your company, you guys are getting paid through UKG. So there's no change there. Um, unless you want to start getting that, uh, your pay onto that card then you do need to make a change there as well. And again, directions are on uh, in that packet we gave you of how to do that, but essentially you're reaching out to to the EFS pay card to be able to make that happen. Um, uh, so that, that was question one. Uh, and then the second question is who can get an EFS card? Uh, every driver that we have is going to have an EFS card. We'll actually have two, one for fuel and one for pay. Um, we are rolling them out around 50 to 60 a week, all our new hires and everyone's getting them. So uh, we should have that done here in the next month, month, month or two. So we're going to get that done. It'll be a lot better product for you guys. We're excited to get that done. Uh, so those are the questions. Now we'll jump into safety a little bit. We wanted to talk about, uh, you know, winter's coming up. Uh, we, we had a podcast about a month ago where we talked about some of the training videos. We talked about what was coming. And I uh, just want to get an update to you guys and just talk a little bit of safety with Joe. No, thanks, Chris. Uh, so yeah, last time I was here, we talked about the the monthly trainings that we had rolled out through Luma, uh, which you can navigate to from the Hirschbach app. Uh, for last month, we had personal conveyance training. We had some pretty good luck with that. Uh, a lot of good turnout. We had, I want to say just shy of, I think we only had about 150 drivers or so who haven't taken it yet. So pretty good compliance on that. Uh, still uh, encouraging everybody who hasn't taken that to to go back and, and uh, take that. Or if you uh, had any questions that are still lingering, go back and take that again. It's pretty comprehensive and you'll learn a lot from it as long as you uh, are paying attention as you work your way through. Um, right now, in the middle of October, we had a winter training that we just pushed out, which uh, for anybody who was a little leery about how long that one took, don't worry. This will be the longest training we do by far. Uh, winter driving being a pretty uh, big topic for us, you know, as for our most important one, I would say. I mean, yeah. It's a pretty important one. And sure. by design, we wanted that one to be a little bit more in-depth and intentional. Uh, so the extra time on that one we think is worth it. As we get into winter, we almost always see an uptick in accidents. And with the efforts of the Weather Task Force uh, over the last couple of years, we do a lot of extra lifting to help navigate winter without having that huge uptick. We feel like we can do a lot to to not just be resigned to it's winter. We have more accidents. So, um, so far this month we have just shy of about 800 drivers who have completed that training. Um, so we got about 10 days or so left to, to get out there and complete it. And it will stay open even after the end of the month, we'll leave it open for a little bit for those of us who, or for those of you guys who haven't been able to, to complete it yet, but strongly encourage you guys to, to get out there and complete that. Well, Joe, I've got some bad news for you. I have not gotten my winter training done yet. I, the, so 
I've been getting, <laughs> I've been getting text message reminders and as mm-hmm. well as an email reminder. So yep. I know you guys are getting nudged to do it. Um, I did get my PC one done, so I've got that checked off. Good so deal. I've got about 10 days and I'll, I'll have mine done next week. All right. Joe. All right. Sounds good. I'll check. Right. I'll check at the end of next week just to make sure. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, you guys will get the text message reminders. You'll get an email, whatever email you use to log in with Luma when you started, uh, through orientation, that'll, uh, uh, give you those weekly reminders until that's completed. Um, and then the next training we have will drop on Tuesday, November 1st. We always try to drop them uh, early in the week and in the middle of the week during the day. So if you have an issue getting being able to navigate to it, it's not going to fall in, on a weekend or on a, uh, at the nighttime. So we want to make sure there's somebody here to help if, if you do have trouble getting to it. But, uh, but yeah, if you have trouble navigating to it, make sure you reach out to your safety coach or uh, to somebody to help you figure out how to get there. And we'll Did you say what the next one's going to be? Or do we not want to ruin the surprise? Um. Okay, we can ruin the surprise. It's going to be about uh, just coupling and uncoupling the trailer. Just all the steps that go into making sure you are connecting the trailer safely and correctly, all the steps that we uh, hope every driver is following every time. Kind of on the trend with the winter training, uh, we also see an uptick in drop trailers during the winter. Um, Just because, you know, even if we see a lot of like impacting grease and snow and ice buildup that gets in there, and then also just in the cold metal tends to not function as well as it does in warm conditions. So that's always a, a good point to touch on. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's super important to do it all the time, but even more so when it's, you know, 20 below, absolutely nothing likes moving in 20 below weather. So exactly. I I would, I just challenge you guys, you know, we talked about uh, we, a month ago when we had our podcast about why we are doing this training and, you know, we've got a lot of professional drivers out there, really solid people who know what they're doing. Um, but you can always get a little bit better. So these are just yep. refreshers. Uh, and every year we have a spike of, uh, you know, the first the first uh, snowstorm or ice storm, whatever it is, there's a spike of jackknives or something else like that. And uh, we really, uh, for the safety of you guys and the safety of everyone out in that world, we want to not have that spike this year. And uh, so we're trying to do some things differently. And these videos are definitely a huge part of it. And I challenge you guys to uh, to, to come through and let's let's not have that spike. Let's be prepared. We all know how to drive in the winter. Um, just take these refresher courses, and uh, when we get, when we have that first one here, and it depends where we're at, we'll probably have one here in November. If we're in, in Iowa, it's usually what happens. But yep. when we have our first one, uh, we need to be need to be careful and uh, know 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 when to be on the road and when not to be, and when to shut it down, and and uh, when how to, and over communicate with it with operations for or with dispatch for sure. So yeah, absolutely, that's the challenge this year. Let's not have that spike. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, well said, everything. Uh, you know, just in that that idea of talking about the safe six, get ready. You know, we know the winter's right around the corner, and we know it's coming. Generally, that stuff doesn't really take us by surprise. Uh, but even the stuff off the road, make sure you're ready. Uh, make sure you have extra supplies in the truck, water, warm clothes. Check your bunk heater if you haven't already. You don't want to turn that on for the first time when it's 20 degrees out and find out that it's not working. So uh, make sure you're doing all that stuff now so that by the time we get that first snow, you're prepared for it for sure for sure actually we got a i, I got a couple of questions coming in here i answer that one so i guess want to say hi to marco rivera how's it going I'll, marvin hardy says hell nine <laughs> he meant hello hey marvin yeah got some feedback on some videos <laughs> from marvin uh, duly noted marvin we uh i hear you there and then ken yates has a question about pc you want to talk about that quick yeah so the question is can we legally pc home after making a delivery i saw a video where it says that you can't so uh 
generally speaking, when it comes to personal conveyance, uh, you can PC home as long as you're within the uh, parameters of our internal PC policy, which is if you're within your 14-hour window, you know, if you're still within your 14-hour clock, you're allowed to use as, as much PC as you need to up to that 14th hour as long as you're using it legally and for nothing that would further the interests of the business. If you're outside of your 14, you get up to one hour. Uh Anything else would have to be approved by your logs or safety team. Um, so in this instance, if you are relieved of all work functions and just heading home, that's perfectly fine to be using PC as long as you aren't furthering the interests of the business. So if you're PC and home and your next pre-plan happens to be a block from your house, right. that's something where you wouldn't be able to use PC for. But if it's Makes sense. If you're not advancing or something like that, you'd be fine to PC home. Makes sense. All right. Thanks, Joe. Uh, mm -hmm. Wayne Giles says, I, he says, I've completed my winter training, but it's mm -hmm. showing like I haven't done them. We'll take a look at that and see. Yep. Wayne, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to you on that one. Um, for anyone else who's experienced that, we had one issue with that because that uh, series of videos has been on Luma for longer than we've been doing these, these, uh, these trainings. So if you had completed it ahead of time, there is a little bit of uh, confusion on the reporting end um, for those who had completed it before we rolled out the official training. So I'll look at that for you, Wayne. Cool. Anything mm -hmm. else today, Joe? No. Nope, how's everything else going in the safety world? We have we had a decent. How's how's this week looking? This week's looking pretty good. Uh, you know, the biggest thing I'd say is just close quarter stuff. You know, the uh, vast majority of our accidents tend to be close quarters. Mm -hmm. uh, just those. Small things you take for granted. Make sure you're getting out of the truck. Uh, evaluate your space. Guarantee you can move into that space without hitting anything. Um, you know, when you're on the roadway, the probably the most common accident we see is what we call in safety just those failure to yields, where somebody's coming into your lane or oh, two lanes is reducing down to one. Just being that person to make the right response, get off the power, let that person in, even if you shouldn't have to. You know. Uh, yeah. Legally speaking, a lot of times those people should be yielding to you. Yep. However, if they're in front of you, you see them coming in, it's the difference between get off the power and avoid that accident or get into an accident, we'd ask you to get off the power. The only person you control is yourself. Even exactly. if they're doing the wrong thing, you can exactly. only control what you're driving. That's for sure. So. Yes, sir. So, but yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's keep the trend up. Let's have a good weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Stay mm -hmm. safe out there. Thanks, guys. Thanks.